Hello and welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. Today we will be speaking with Jack Maxey, former co-host of Steve Bannon's War Room and one of the first people to go through the hard drive of Hunter Biden's alleged laptop. The contents of the infamous laptop, which have been verified by cybersecurity experts, law enforcement officers, and at least one former business partner, contain shocking evidence of moral and financial corruption within the Biden family. The Hunter Biden laptop files detail Hunter's direct involvement with Chairman Xi Jinping, the Biden family's Beijing-backed business deals all over the world and possible Chinese infiltration of the U.S. government with Hunter Biden's help, Jack Maxey alleges. Now, emails show Hunter Biden and the Chinese eventually scrambling to clean up their mess as the Biden's top business contacts end up arrested or disappeared. Hunter goes so far as to purposefully incriminate his own family members, including his president father, to protect himself, according to Maxi. Now, perhaps the most stunning of all, the American intelligence community knew for years about what Rudy Giuliani has called the Biden crime family, and they did nothing about it, for darker reasons than you might think. Jack Maxey, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, you, sir, are, uh, are willing really to uh, lose your life. You've put out a lot of extremely controversial documentation, uh, which, which really is threatening, actually threatening mostly to yourself. Uh, but you've been willing to do that. Um, let's start with this documentation about the Hunter Biden laptop, which has, for some people, been a, they're saying it's all a conspiracy theory, it's all nonsense. Let's get to some of the proof that this is indeed real. If you would, tell us about that. Well, for example, I had several retired CIA agents look at it, had a former contractor from NSA, a cybersecurity experts, everybody who has looked at this confirms that it was 100% real. As one person said to me, if we devoted all the resources of Langley for a decade, we couldn't recreate this because there's so much metadata connecting everything together. Uh, I think that one of the things that your viewers should really understand, though, is that the FBI got this laptop on December 9th of 2019. And so they've known everything that's in this for now almost a year and a half. And had the American people been aware of what was in this, there is no possible way in my mind that Joe Biden could have even entered the Democratic primaries. So this is something that really affects people across the entire political spectrum. And we have to ask ourselves why. Why would they not reveal this to the American people? Why would they run a protection racket for Joe Biden? Yeah, uh, I think that's a, that's a question that needs to be answered. Let's take a look at this quick clip. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, in talking to one of the mainstream media sources, went out there and said he basically staked his own whole legal reputation or reputation uh, on the veracity 
of the Hunter Biden laptop being a real thing. Take a look. Separate verification of it with independent experts. And they came to the conclusion that it's his hard drive. There are internal uh, pieces of information here that only he could have that I know from my investigation. Mm -hmm. We also have his uh, signature. And, uh, and, the, and the gentleman who had it, it was in his constant possession for all that period of time. All so right, there so are witnesses that can, that can testify to it. I mean, all of the issues that are brought up are phony issues. This is Hunter Biden's laptop. His voice is on it. His signature is on the receipt. There are things in here that only he could know. And when you look at the photograph section, you're darn right it's his, his laptop, and it's disgusting. And it includes a large number of underage girls. All right. Well, we, we can talk about underage girls in, in just a little bit. So, I mean, is there anything in this that uh, made you yourself question its veracity? Nothing in it. It seems almost as if uh, every time I chase down a rabbit hole, I find something more horrible each and every time. Wow. Uh, just for example, just yesterday... I was looking through some things, trying to find out some things that he had done with the Chinese communists. And we can go into this a little bit more detail, perhaps. But there was a private equity fund called Bohai Harvest, for which the Chinese National Bank, i.e. the Bank of China, Chinese Communist Bank, gave Hunter and his partners $1.5 billion committed to invest in private equity. Now, these guys knew nothing about private equity, or they certainly didn't know enough to get $1.5 billion from the Chinese National Bank, particularly when institutions like Goldman Sachs were not able to ever cut deals like that. And so you have to begin to question, was it for access? I believe it was. And for example, in 2014, his father is vice president at this time, and he... Uh, is in communications with the Chinese handlers in Beijing. And the actual title of the uh, email is Chairman Z's trip to Los Angeles. And Devin and Hunter are tasked with uh, getting Chairman Z in to see two solar panel companies or two solar technology companies based in Southern California. These were two companies that the Chinese were interested in purchasing. Now, they were probably going to do that through this Bohai Harvest private equity fund. But when you have the son of the vice president and his crooked partner uh, essentially defining the uh, schedule for the chairman of the Chinese Communist Party on a trip to the United States with the purpose of using his influence to get two American companies to sell to the Chinese, that is a FARA violation like one can't believe. And the, the whole thing is rife with little problems just like that one. I could speak for tens of hours on the contents, but I'm trying to give you right. highlights so we can understand the level to which this family has been compromised. The one thing that I saw that was sort of interesting to me is it seems quite obvious that Hunter was trying to clean things up in the last year of his life. He was trying to organize the laptop. He, for example, saves certain documents in the photo files, but he then deletes those documents from his emails. Uh, it seems to me that there was a concerted effort on his part to make 
it clear that if he was going down, that laptop would take everybody else down with him. Uh, I think he was probably afraid. His partners from China were disappearing. Jonathan Yi, very wealthy guy. Uh, people claim that he sleeps with the fishes. Patrick Ho, who was his other partner, the one he describes in another tape as the spy chief of China, perhaps incorrectly, but uh, clearly working on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. When these guys all start disappearing and people start questioning Hunter's relationship with Burisma and everyone else, and his sources of money start to dry up, Hunter, I believe, begins to panic to a certain extent. And he wants to make sure that others go down with him. Uh, for example, in his text messages, there's a text conversation with his father, who's junior in the text messages. And over a period of about six months, uh, a lot of it is the father just having worry for a son who's clearly uh, a drug addled person. Uh, he ran off to California after the accusations of the abuse and his father's trying to track him down quite often. But in several times during that six or eight month period, I believe three different times they discussed the allegations against Hunter as a uh, someone who has potentially has abused one of the family's children or maybe more than one. And at one point, his father says, hey, Hunter, my people tell me that my cell phone may be uh, compromised. Might be a good idea if you stop putting all of this in writing. Now, that lends credence to my belief that Hunter was trying to set up the other people around him because if my dad told me, hey, uh, you know, you put in this stuff in writing, I don't want it on my phone, I would erase the conversation. I certainly wouldn't save it. And he does this over and over again. He, he tries to entrap his sister-in-law into saying things that she doesn't want to say. He's, he's a very manipulative, manipulative person. He, he tells his family that he's at rehab, but he's really uh, with uh, hookers and doing drugs in California. And he's, he's constantly uh, working in an angle. He's a very, very disturbed person. And I think that he had tremendous amount of pressure on him when you consider that for decades he had been working on behalf of the family to monetize Joe Biden's office. And so when things start to go south, I think he gets the impression that they're going to leave him behind, too. Text messages between Hunter Biden and his family members repeatedly describe allegations of abusive behavior by Hunter with and around children. Maxie said that Hunter did not deny the allegations in texts discussing them on the laptop. Under Delaware law, people aware of child abuse are legally required to report it to the police. Special responsibility is placed on public educators like Hunter Biden's stepmother, Dr. Jill Biden, the wife of the current president, and social workers like his sister, Ashley Biden. Certainly these pieces of information about the um, 
compromising situations, if you can put it as lightly as possible, are threatening to the president, to, you know, his reputation, uh, perhaps to his ability to have gotten elected in the first place. But there's more than that, that uh, you've seen and shown through the Biden laptop information. Um, and that has been the threat to America that comes from a president who is very much blackmailable and if not sold out. One of the pieces of information that was most interesting, uh, at least in terms of its evidence, was the Burisma information. Because that now famous video, we're going to show a clip of it now, but of the, the now president uh, basically saying that he's strong-armed a foreign government into firing a prosecutor. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. As Joe Biden boasted in the 2018 clip, he had used $1 billion in U.S. loans while vice president to strong arm U the Ukraine into ousting Viktor Shokin, the country's top prosecutor. The Ukrainian government yielded to Biden's demands in early 2016, ending Shokin's tenure citing corruption allegations. Prior to being sacked, Shokin had been investigating Burisma, a notoriously corrupt Ukrainian gas and oil company that Hunter Biden joined in 2014 as a board member. Now, contrary to some mainstream media reporting, Burisma has confirmed that the probe into Burisma was ongoing during Joe Biden's pressure campaign to axe Shokin. Shokin later said in an affidavit that his oversight of Burisma was the key reason for his firing. Just seven months after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board, Mykola Zlochevsky, the company's CEO and the center of Shokin's investigation, paid a $7 million bribe to Ukrainian officials to try and shut down the probe a U.S. congressional report revealed last year. Banking records show that Hunter Biden and a business partner named Devon Archer ultimately made millions in fees that they collected from Burisma in 2019. Now, the younger Biden had no previous experience in the gas and oil industry before linking up with the Ukrainian energy group. Photos and verified emails have also confirmed that Joe Biden met with his son's Burisma business partners several times during his vice presidency, including at least once in the White House with Devon Archer. Remember, when his son is involved in shady dealings in Ukraine, President Obama had appointed Joe Biden as the point man to deal with Ukraine. Hmm. So... He now is the chief negotiator to deal with the invasion of the Crimea, uh, the new government of the Ukraine, etc. Mm -hmm. And while all this is happening, while he's the number one representative of the American people, his son is on the payroll 
of a company that benefited. I guess it may be the only company in Ukraine that benefited from the invasion of the Ukraine. Right. So it seems to me that all of this is, has been a false narrative from the start. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the first impeachment when you had Voinovich and uh, Kent, and I cannot remember the uh, English woman who was quite pedantic, but the FBI was in possession of the laptop at that time. The FBI knew that almost everything or more than what Rudy Giuliani had said in the fall about Ukraine and about Hunter Biden's corrupt activities there, there was more evidence there than Rudy could even imagine. Hmm. And yet they sat on it. They watched a president of the United States get impeached. And then even worse, they watched a Democratic primary occur in which those other candidates were denied knowledge and truth about Joe Biden that would have kept him off of every ticket. Mm-hmm. And now he's the president of the United States. It's a very frightening scenario in my mind. Yeah. It is. Um, in in the clip, um, Biden boasts of getting rid of this prosecutor. Why is he so interested in getting rid of this prosecutor? Well, he claims that this prosecutor was corrupt and keeping the real investigations about corruption in Ukraine coming to the fore. Now, I would say it was the opposite. This was a good prosecutor, and that's why he had to be gotten rid of. Now, what's interesting, in that same two-hour interview, later on in it, he brags about having 25 hours of private dinners with Chairman Xi in uh, Communist China, just him, Xi, and one translator. And I guarantee you that translator wasn't from the U.S. State Department. Hmm. And so... He claims that the State Department told him that he has had more private time with Chairman Xi than any other world leader. This is, to me, very disturbing, particularly when you consider that the original impeachment, the first impeachment, was based upon an improper phone call between the president of the United States and the president of Ukraine. Hmm. Now, we don't know anything about what went on in 25 hours of private dinners with Chairman Xi. So uh, there are so many layers to this, and I am not a conspiracy theorist. I I really am somebody who tries to follow the facts. But this is starting to look to me like a a conspiracy of some sort. And there have been many efforts on the part of our intelligence agencies to keep this hushed up, and you have to ask why. So... Uh, we're going to take a look at uh, some of that boasting um, right now about uh, having such meetings with uh, Chairman Z. China. I've spent a lot of time. Apparently, I was told by uh, the folks of state, I've spent more time in private meetings with Xi Jinping than any world leader. I have 25 hours of private dinners with him, just he and I and one interpreter. Um, and-, and so let's talk about China a little bit. Um, what have you seen uh, from the evidence on the laptop about the threat now that Joe Biden's president uh, coming from China. What have you seen in terms, you were talking a little bit earlier about the Bohai group and what does that mean? What What do you feel right now is, is the real threat? I think that the real threat is that Joe Biden is not in charge of the country. I think he is a puppet. I think that he is in power because people within our intelligence community at the very least kept this information from the American people. 
kept it mostly from the Democratic voters who would have chosen someone else. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself why. If I have to speculate, I would say that it's probably because if he was going to be compromised, he may as well be compromised by us. And when you look at China, they bought a company in, I believe, 2015, 16 called Heineken Motors in uh, Detroit. Now, this company makes dampening systems for automobiles, jet engines, tanks, you name it, has a very clear national security component to it. And it had to pass CIFIS review, which is the Committee on Foreign Investments in the United States. Now, this occurred during the Obama administration. This means Secretary of State signed off on it, Commerce signs off it, DNI signs off on it. I think the Treasury has to sign off on it. And I think the Secretary of Defense. Well, they all signed off on it. And during that same period of time, they were trying to buy three other companies in Europe, which were uh, one was a Swedish company that used micro vacuum technology to manufacture parts. And then there was two companies in Germany. One made electronic lenses for everything from a cell phone to a smart bomb. And the other German company was a tungsten metal fabrication and tungsten metal coatings uh, company again, with clear defense applications. And in all three of those cases, they were turned down by our NATO allies. And indeed, inside the annual meeting notes for Bohai Harvest, which Hunter kept, they describe how things might be a little more touch and go as we go forward, because they're kind of onto us, right? They understand what our program is now. And whenever they're trying to buy a strategic asset in the West, it's called Operation Vacuum Company Sweden, Operation Tungsten Metal Manufacturing, Operation Heineken Motors. When it's just a regular investment, and for any of your Wall Street fans who understand how this works, this is not how it works. They'll say, uh, Shanghai uh, Toy Company, we're going to buy it for 1x, and the Bank of China has agreed to buy it back from us in 18 months for 1.75x. How's that sound to you guys? Everyone, wow, that's great. Guaranteed return. There are multiple times inside the communications with Bohai Harvest where it's apparent that they are getting inside information on other trades that are going on around the world, and they're getting it from the equivalent of Chinese intelligence. I mean, this is... It's so outlandish that it's almost impossible to read through this and not believe that the uh, national security apparatus had to know about all of this. And when you look at the exploitation of Western assets that the Chinese were involved in, it's not just Bohai Harvest. They set up another company called Hudson West LLC, which was uh, based in New York City. Hunter was nominally the head of it or the chief partner, along with Patrick Ho and another guy named Jonathan Yi. And Uncle Jim was a part of it. Uh, they had two offices in there for uh, Joe Biden and Jill Biden. Um, and their objective was to use Hunter as a frontman so that they could buy mostly gas and oil assets in the United States and or in other countries. For example, they get to the altar on a purchase in Louisiana, but it kind of falls apart because it's the timeline is such that Yi is disappearing and 
Patrick Ho's in trouble and the whole thing is collapsing. But one of the other interesting things that they did was they went to Oman in the Middle East and they were attempting to buy vast natural gas and oil resources inside that country. And Hunter went there to uh, do the presentation. And there are correspondence from the Chinese saying, Hunter, we couldn't have done this without the support of you and your family. Please tell your dad, said hi. It's all in. And, and then even more than that, for example, Burisma, one of Burisma's earliest objectives with Hunter and Devin and the other partner, Jane, uh, well, no, in Burisma it was just Hunter and Devin, was that they needed visas for their uh, executives who were banned from travel for various reasons. And they really wanted access to Mexico because they knew Pemex was in trouble. And they thought they could go down to Mexico and purchase some morbid sort of gas fields and redevelop them, buy them on the cheap. And Hunter flies down to Mexico for this purpose on Air Force Two with a, another guy named Jeff Cooper, who shows up over and over again. Uh, I mean, everything is a grift. They, uh, the, the grifts that they do inside the United States almost all occur through Jeff Cooper's holding company called Eudora Global. One of the things that they sold was a pharmacy benefits plan out of a company called Citizens Rx. Now, it looks to me like they sold this to the Teamsters of New York although I'm trying to verify that those conversations are quite opaque, but they clearly sold it to Louisiana State University. They clearly were trying to sell it to all the employees of the state of Louisiana. There's a correspondence in which they actually asked Hunter to reach out to his dad and see if he can go talk to Governor Edwards down in, in uh, Louisiana and see if they'll uh, be encouraged to take on this uh, benefits program. Now, the benefits program... We, uh, it's a good if you can, if we can show those letters, I think that would be very powerful to be able to show the letters that. like that. Yeah, it's it's just incredible. Please go. And on. for example, it's, he's in uh, one time. I think this is in 2014. Hunter goes to Paris on a chartered jet from uh, Parisma. He's in Paris having a good time. He's got the Secret Service with him. Parisma Vadim uh, the his contact there says, hey, Hunter, we've just rented you a 16-seat jet for the trip to Kazakhstan because we thought you probably want to take the Secret Service with you. Hunter says, ah, I don't think so. I think we're going to leave the Secret Service behind on this trip. But uh, thanks for the jet. And uh, they're not happy with it, but hey. And you know that he's in Kazakhstan doing awful things. Uh, for example, they have one time Devin Archer has a birthday party in Kazakhstan. I can only imagine what was occurring at that birthday party. They are tied in with some of the worst individuals on this planet. And it's not just Hunter. It's uh, even his Uncle Jim is, is counsel to some very shady people. Uh, a, a Romanian uh, billionaire who's considered to be quite corrupt is uh, Jim Biden is his lawyer. It, it's just in every level they are selling uh, their father's influence. And imagine if you're going to Oman to try and purchase some things. It looks pretty good when you've got the vice president's son on your elbow, doesn't it? 
looks pretty good when you're trying to buy an American asset that is national security implications when you've got the president's, uh, the vice president's son on your elbow. And what's really quite disturbing is, for example, the CIFIS review for that purchase of the auto company in Detroit, from the emails, it's apparent that the Chinese knew that they were going to pass the CIFIS review even before Hunter and Devin and their third partner, Jamie Bulger. And that also is just another coincidence that is hard to swallow. Jimmy Bulger is the nephew of Whitey Bulger, who was a murderous thug in uh, Boston, quite a famous individual in the underworld there. And his brother was later the president of University of Massachusetts, Amherst. I think he has a long, old relationship with John Kerry. Um, so the third partner in this is Whitey Bulger's nephew. Uh, as I said to someone before, what is it? Like you put a Bulger on the board and it's kryptonite for the FBI. They, they can't investigate. Uh, the, if you remember, the, they prosecuted several FBI agents for their involvement with Jimmy Bulger, including participating in murders, et cetera, is the biggest scandal in the history of the FBI. And then here again, we have the second biggest scandal, or now first biggest scandal, I think, in the FBI's history. And once again, there's a bulger in the mix. Amazing. They, uh, Rudy Giuliani has has termed them the Biden crime family. I guess I guess you, you would con- concur with that uh, with that statement. Well, uh, I don't know if any of your fans watch Netflix, but I've been saying this for months. Hunter was clearly a victim of his father's greed, hmm. and. The family has very expensive tastes. I mean, they never fly anything but first class. It's never anything but the best hotel room. And so I sort of describe in a simple term for people who uh, watch The Sopranos, the relationship between Hunter and his father is very similar to Christopher Molisante and uh, Tony Soprano in that Christopher Molisante was at the nexus of all of the bad things that they were doing. And ultimately, uh, he he gets betrayed at the end. And I think Hunter felt that he was going to be betrayed as well. Uh, as I said, the Chinese were very concerned about Hunter. I think that they were of the belief that this was not going to continue, that Hunter was going to get taken down. And uh, that adds to one more twist to this. There's a When Hudson West is winding down, there's a woman there named Jackie Bao, J-A-Q-I-B-A-O. And you can find her in the in the emails. And Patrick Hearn's been called back to China. Jonathan Yee has disappeared. And she tells Hunter, what you have to do now, Hunter, is you have to t- steal all the money from the accounts. I don't care how you do it. No one's going to ask any questions. Take all the money. It's four and a half million dollars. And in the process of explaining this to him, she says, listen, big change is coming to China. There's basically, a, she describes a regime change. So I think even at the highest levels, even in Chairman Z's circle, they thought that Hunter Biden was going to be the thing that took them all down because he was just so uh, irrational and so uh, depraved. I had people from China tell me, not Chinese, Americans living in Beijing. They're no longer there. Thank God for them. But that it was an open secret in Beijing that the vice president's son was a depraved individual. The woman, they had uh, 
a company called Radix, R-A-D-I-X. And if you go to eudoraglobal.com's website, you'll see it listed as one of their uh, companies. The woman who was the office manager there, and also my understanding was the woman who took care of any Biden family members when they came to China for more than two decades, disappeared. She's gone. She disappeared last April. No one has heard Heidner hair from her. And uh, that's quite disturbing. And it shows to me that the Chinese were trying to clean up their own, uh, their own program in the hopes that they could keep it quiet, i.e. there's no one left in China who can corroborate this. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to this so one. Many- Let's listen to this one audio clip of uh, Hunter Biden talking about that, his friends disappearing, uh, and then I'll get your reaction to it. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it, and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to build the largest LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself, my best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father, without telling me. So what do you, what do you make of that, Jack? What, what's going on there? Hunter seems totally out of sorts uh, and uh, really freaking out. So what's happening now? I think Hunter is panicking. I think Hunter believes his life is in danger. I think that uh, wisely he believed all these things. But I think one of the most telling aspects of that whole uh, conversation that he has or recording that he makes is he describes that the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal were calling his father, calling his partner, Eric Schwerin, who was his partner in the, in the uh, broker dealer called Rosemont Seneca based in Washington, D.C. So why did the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times stop asking questions? Who were the reporters who called? Well, I'd like to speak to them. I'd like to know what they knew, when they knew it, and why they didn't publish any of it. Because clearly, it's newsworthy. And um, you know, to give you another example of how dangerous the Chinese influence was, Hunter, remember his father says, Hunter and I never discuss business. Well, in 20... 10, I think it is, 2011, 12, right in there. Hunter hires an American girl of Chinese extraction for his father's office in, uh, across the street from the White House. Well, as time goes on, this woman becomes quite a conduit for information flowing into Hunter's uh, office. For example, he sends, she sends an email with all the cell phone numbers of the leadership of the United States in the Senate, the House, every committee, former President Clinton and his wife, other people. 
And from a espionage point of view, to have those cell phone numbers of all those people is a tremendous coup. Now, one other thing that we found very difficult when we were looking at this was how was Hunter communicating with his handlers in Beijing? How was he making that connection? It, nobody gave him a, a satellite pen or a thumb drive that he could communicate with because that would be too dangerous to give up one of your, you know, and I'm not describing something that's necessarily real, but you get the picture. You would not give uh somebody who had this many drugs, alcohol, sexual problems, a device like that, because it'd be too risky, right? He's the kind of guy who'd likely to lose it. Well, their solution is in, I think it's 2015, 16, they tell Hunter that we are going to select a mutually agreeable American citizen of Chinese extraction, and you are going to hire her. We are going to pay her salary. She is going to have an office next door to yours with a separate entrance. And she is going to become the communication vehicle between Beijing and Hunter Biden and Rosemont Seneca and all the rest of it. Well, what do they do when they hire her? They immediately send her to Beijing for a several week course in communications. Why do you have to do that to learn how to use Zoom and email and all those things? No, you have to do that to learn how to do it in a crafty, hidden fashion. And this is all out there in the open. And the thing that really bothers me so much is while we were going through that first impeachment, remember we had Peter Strzok, the very angry fellow with the veins bulging out of his head. talking about how bad Donald Trump was and how corrupted he is and all this. Well, Peter Strzok was number two at counterespionage at the FBI. What was he doing? And what was his boss, Bill Prystap, doing? Well, all of this was going on under their noses, and I can't believe they didn't know about it, because if they didn't know about it, you'd think on December 10th, they would say, whoa, we got a big problem, Houston. Nah, they've done nothing about it, not a single thing. And, uh, Even somebody was talking to me about Bill Barr. Why didn't Bill Barr do anything? Well, like everyone else, I didn't realize that Bill Barr had been employed by the CIA for several years after he graduated from college. I didn't realize that he was sort of the secret outside counsel for the director in the 80s. I knew none of this. In fact, the American people didn't know any of this until Bill Barr uh, revealed this in an interview after he had resigned. And you start to connect the dots and you realize that there seems to me to have been a concerted effort to cover up this information uh, and to keep it hidden from the American people. And this has tremendous implications because we have a democratic process. The American people are supposed to know information that can allow them to choose who's going to be the president of the United States. And the first people betrayed were the other Democrat candidates in the primaries, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Hmm. uh, Bernie Sanders. I mean, how it was that Joe Biden ends up winning this whole thing is really defies logic to me, unless he had help. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) it's a a funny thing because um, Rudy Giuliani would say that the Biden crime family is owned by China, but I guess uh, you have a different take with regard to perhaps the FBI playing some more influence or or the CIA or whomever? Well, 
let's say they are owned by China. I'd say that's a fair, a fair determination. Mm-hmm. What does the FBI and the CIA do if they reveal all this and just incompetent? Then their incompetence is revealed, right? That would be devastating for all these people. But if they don't reveal it, are they compromised? Are they covering it up for some other nefarious purpose? Now, also, when we talked about the veracity of the hard drive laptop when we first uh, began speaking, on the 21st of October in 2019, 50 heads of the intelligence services or leaders within the intelligence service, including Brennan, Clapper, I think Leon Panetta, all signed a letter claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop emails were, in their uh, professional opinion, with thousands of years of experience, uh, pure fabrication by Russian intelligence to influence our election. Now, we know that now today that that is a complete lie. But you have to ask yourself, why would these guys come out and lie to the American people one week before the election? unless they had an intention to influence the outcome of that election. So while people lose their minds about dominion and semantic and all these things, I I don't know that that's the problem. I think if you want to see election interference, it's a letter by 50 former leaders in our intelligence community who claimed that that the Hunter Biden laptop was a, a false flag and wholly created by the Russian intelligence services. No, that's not true. It was created by Hunter Biden and the other people who communicated with him. And this, I believe, changed the outcome of the Democrat primaries 100%. I don't think in a face-to-face challenge, no matter whether we had a perfect elections or not, he could possibly be elected by the American people if they knew what I know and what the FBI has known since December 9th of 2019. Wow. Wow. Well, Jack, we are definitely going to have you back on to discuss more of this as you delve deeper and deeper into that, uh, I don't want to say the word, but you know, that hole that is the Hunter Biden laptop. So uh, thank you for what you're doing for America and uh, keep up your prayers that you don't get sucked into this horrific stuff that you're swimming through every day. I comment on that. I can tell you there have been many moments during this whole experience where I have felt uh, cloaked in darkness and this is why I carry this around with me all the time. It's uh, it's very disturbing to think that this could go on in front of all of our eyes. But with uh, with prayer and, and courage, I think we'll overcome it. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Jack, for being with us in this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. May God bless you. May God bless you too. Thank you so much. God bless all of you. And we'll see you next time. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we're communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. 
We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to lifesitenews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe, and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.